Hi, everyone, and welcome to Viva La Flora live podcast, where we bring you the art and business of flowers. Stay tuned. All right, everyone, Stacy Carlton. Hello, friend. Hi there. Thank you for being on a podcast. I'm super excited to talk to you. Likewise. So um, at the top of the show, I kind of gave a glimpse of your bio, but I think it'll be important for um, for listeners to hear it from you. Where did it all begin? How did your journey begin in this amazing journey, actually, I might say, that you have? Thank you. Um, my journey has deep roots. Mm-hmm. I was actually in utero with my mom okay. when she was taking ornamental horticulture courses. So a lot of people refer to the fact that floral design and ornamental ornamental horticulture is um, it's in my blood. <laughs> so it goes all the way back to the beginning. Um, the very beginning. I, <laughs> the very, literally the very beginning. Wow. Um, I, was, I was the girl that grew up in a floral studio and mm-hmm. have memories of being able to walk underneath the design bench and I swept floors and hid behind the couches during mm-hmm. bridal consultations. So I do have some humble beginnings in, in the craft mm-hmm. um, and the journey kind of ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. I left it for a little while and tried something completely different and actually felt out of touch. And right. all it took was one Ikebana class and I dove, I dove right back in. So um, then I uh, revisited the entire industry mm-hmm. and I really haven't stopped since that day. And that was about when I was um, about 21 years old. I haven't mm-hmm. stopped for a moment since then. So it, it goes down a traditional education path. And I honestly mm-hmm. have probably had every job in this business that you can imagine since then. That's awesome. <laughs> and that explains a lot. I had no <laughs> idea how early you started. I really did not know that. Um, that, that truly does explain a lot. And I would say it actually comes through in the work that you do right now, for sure. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. It's it's a long journey, and we're nowhere near done with it. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I agree. It, the journey never stops, right? That's right. Absolutely. Well, Stacey, you've got... Okay, so this is going to sound really weird, but... And, and I'm sure it's me because I've been living under the rock, you know, and I didn't really uh, dove into this industry till, um, you know, deeper, uh, you know, till, till recently. Um, I had no idea who you were. And all of a sudden, I see you everywhere, right? <laughs> in this last couple of years. And I'm very excited about it, by the way. Like, you've been sort of this breath of fresh air in a way and mm-hmm. when I'm saying everywhere I mean everywhere on social media and through events and everything else all this amazing things that you're doing I mean has, do you feel like this last couple of years have been sort of this um growth that you've had or has it been like that for a while and I'm late to the party well <laughs> very good job of picking up on that no actually um you're absolutely right I I've been doing it for a really long time, mm-hmm. but there w- was a moment not to just like, let's get personal right away. I'm ready, but you know who this is who I am. I'm transparent. Right. Yep. So uh, my family and I got into a horrible car accident a few years ago, and that was yeah. the catalyst for change for me. Um, some physical limitations 
mm-hmm. held me back and I dedicated some time to enrich my mind. Mm-hmm. And even though I had been working as an educator, presenter, artist, dot, 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 but prior to it, it gave me an awakening of sorts. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like I got a second chance mm-hmm. and um, I dove in completely. I mean, like full on completely. Um, so, so really taking that time to step back and although my body wouldn't, it would have these limitations from mm-hmm. doing the event work that I loved. Um, I had to take a little bit of a, a rest, but I dove in with my mind mm-hmm. and that just gave me an, a newfound purpose in what I do. So I'm a firm believer in consistently educating yourself, not just in one aspect of life, but Mm -hmm. in multi multiple mediums. Mm -hmm. And then I'm also a firm believer in sharing what you know to make room for what's next. Mm -hmm. So I really enjoy the communication aspect of it that you see me putting out on social media and as I travel around and share what I know, I'm mean, that's really the core of what I do and what I love to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, well, I love watching you grow and you know move along with your journey, and I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. Um, well, you are you. you are truly an inspiration, I, I have to say. And wow, um, that it's it isn't it interesting how it takes literally one pivotal moment in your life and like everything kind of gets put in perspective absolutely I mean when you when you realize that what we have I mean in a bigger sense obviously what we have is a gift but our art and our ability our eye our talent what we have is is nothing to take lightly it's Mm -mm. it's a it's a gift and Mm -hmm. Um, depending on what region you live in, what country you live in, it's respected as an art form or not. Um, but it doesn't really, it doesn't come down to really mattering what other people think. I mean, it matters what you think of yourself. And I just, um, I found comfort in my art and my education and confidence in it. So when, when my body was failing me and other things in my life were rocky, it's what I turned to. And Mm -hmm. Um, it served me very, very well, and it continues to every single day. So my relationship to my craft and the growth of my craft has really made me who I am today and will continue to be, and I just i am in love with it. I just mm-hmm. I love every aspect of it, and I think it shows. It, it, it really does. It, it truly does show, and it, it can't always be done for – financial purposes right there there has to be self-fulfilling you know satisfaction that comes from it and as I mean you have to do it for yourself for I sure. agree and yeah. you know this this is something I hear I hear this almost every single day from mm-hmm. somebody they say Stacy you're so lucky mm-hmm. and I am sure but what is luck a student that I worked with this past year at Floriology Institute mm-hmm. where I'm an educator said to me, Stacy, luck is labor under correct knowledge. Oh, and beautiful. That's, that sticks with me. (laughs) It sticks with me every single day. Okay. We can talk about being blessed. We're blessed for many reasons, 
they're endless, but I work my tail off to push myself further. And this is the thing. So when we look at financial gain versus personal gain, I think Mm -hmm. if you're feeding the parts of yourself that need to be fed, Mm -hmm. then your energy is projected outwards and and the financial gain will return to Mm -hmm. you. So if you're not fulfilling those aspects of you that helps you glow and put yourself out there into the world, well, then you're doing yourself a disservice because you become stagnant. Mm -hmm. Your finances won't grow. So, Mm -hmm. So for example, obvious, I mean, I have to support my daughter. I have to support myself and that's part of it. But I chose to approach it from a different, from a different way. It was like, if I fill me, if I fill this void that is there, if I get stronger in this way, it's only going to manifest new energy, which is going to network me to new places. And Mm -hmm. I mean, the traveling I've done and the cultures I've experienced and having worldwide exposure and friendships all that does is breeds positivity and positivity breeds financial security in my, mm-hmm. in my um, perspective when it comes to artistry and education. Yeah. Yeah. I, I absolutely. Um, but y- you also got to be open to receiving that, right? I mean, how many times have you yes. seen like literally the opportunity or, 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 or this, art form I mean literally like just hits him right in the face and they still <laughs> just go well I still don't have this and this and this the whole self-doubt and all of those things I mean it's just you've got to sort of be open to receive all that as well I mean I think yes absolutely I couldn't agree more but the, actually before that you have to know your why you have to know what success true. means to you you have to know why you're doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And if you're if you're unaware of your why, then you can't be open. Um, I, I just came back from teaching at the Floral Revival Retreat with Alpis Freelance mm-hmm. in Ohio yesterday, which was incredibly transformative for every single individual that was there, whether it was one of the leaders mm-hmm. and instructors or it was one of the attendees. I mean, we're all attendees, right? Right. We all are, regardless of our skill level. So, you know, when when you really think about being open and knowing your why, it's like, well, why do, why do we do what we do? You're not going to grow. You're not going to be open to things if you're unaware of who you are and why you're doing it and exactly what you need to do. So, I mean, it's, a, it's an incredible self-exploration. But mm-hmm. the people that are in this industry that are happy with where they are. This is not me knocking them at all. Good for you. Like you, you have what you need. You have financial security, hopefully, Mm -hmm. although that does not come easy in Mm -hmm. floral design. We all know this. Um, but I'm hungry always. I'm always hungry. I'm always thirsty for more. So for me, my why is to constantly grow adapt, evolve, and to meet new people, to experience new cultures, and have it fulfill all aspects of my life. They're really, <laughs> we talk about work-life balance, and I I questioned that this week at the retreat, because I thought, everyone tells me, Stacey, you need to sleep, or <laughs> you need to slow down, and I, and I say, well, okay, but if this work in my art is my life, well, then possibly... What I'm doing is what I should be doing. I'm fulfilled mm-hmm. and I'm open. I'm open and vulnerable. And that's where um, I think as an educator, not only this week at Floral Revival, um, I was also with Texas State Florist Association, mm-hmm. but I create a space where people 
feel comfortable with mm-hmm. being vulnerable and open for growth. And um, if you want to have financial gains and spiritual gains and emotional gains and personal gains in this business, you have to know your why. Mm. Yep. You, and you got to figure out how to really process it, fit it into your life. And then, of course, like you said, to be open to, to the growth. Mm-hmm, hmm Well, all progress comes from breaking down, right? I don't know who said this. It's <laughs> not my saying, but it's been my favorite quote ever. Um, I should probably figure out who said that, right? Um, I mean, it all comes down to you break it all down to pieces to dissect to to extract the why out of it and then you build back up from there and there's no stopping from there right well yeah and being open to your why changing mm-hmm. and oh, that's absolutely. the that, you know and that's the thing people define themselves there's no need to define yourself at all mm-hmm. and that kind of plays into where I'm at in this business whenever I'm presenting and people ask me what I do and what what do you, what do you do and I'm mm-hmm. like well <laughs> Am I going to lose you before the end of this run of, of titles that I have and the hats that are stacked <laughs> on top of my head? I mean, it's, it's lengthy. And I honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way. So, um, you know, being open to growth and then for myself, I mean, every single day, like right before you and I called, I was speaking to an artist friend that is going to be hand-making pottery for me. And I'm already just my, he's like, can you weave? Can you weave through these reliefs that I'm going to create in this handmade pottery? And all of a sudden I'm like, you know, I'm, my brain is, is just taken off. Right. Yeah. And then another artist friend that I have in Texas texts me these pictures of um, this incredible mixed media piece where thorns are jutting through the canvas. And once again, I'm, and I'm off. Like, all you do is you give me one visual, one word, and I'm ready. I'm ready to evolve. I'm ready to grow. And it excites me mm-hmm. that I don't really know. I don't know what's next. And I, I love that. I, I feed off of that. That's that's absolutely amazing. Speaking of <laughs> words, I you know what else? I actually really, truly inspire, uh, inspired by your work. Every piece that you put out there has a meaning. Hmm. Um, has a yeah has a has a meaning of a sort yes. that is attached to it, and every time I see any of those, it's well, you know, how, like on social media, there's this beautiful designs, right? And you see it, you're like, wow, that's great! Like, and you you scroll through, right? When I see your stuff, I actually make a note of that to pause, stop, and read. Hmm. I don't just look at the picture. In fact, the writing matters more <laughs> for me. Does that make sense? It, no, I, I love it. I'm smiling so big on the other like, end of this call. I mean, to inspire you too, specifically, because I respect your artistry as well very much. Thank I, you. Of course, it's, it's the truth. Um, I, I've, I knew this always. Like, I, I'm not shallow. I can't do shallow. Mm-hmm. You meet me and right away I'm like, once again, here's my heart. It's on my sleeve. This is who mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, that's cool. But then I'm going to go over here and I'm going to let you be over there. I mean, I'm, I'm very much true to who I am. So mm-hmm. um, I've always known that. But when it, comes to, when it comes to design, I think that that, no, I'm going to retract. I know that that got strongest when I studied the European Master's Certification Program. Mm-hmm. Um, Thomas Bruin really has been integral in 
all of the growth that I've experienced right. in the last year and a half. And, and we give him credit. Absolutely. But it's each and every person that was a part of my growing process through there, all the TAs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everybody in that program helped me realize that first concept, then design. Mm-hmm. And that is something I teach every one of my students, yeah. everywhere I teach, regardless of the subject matter, we have to begin with intent mm-hmm. and concept. Mm-hmm. I don't do pretty. I don't know really what that even means. Um, right. And this even is comes down to everything in life, whether it's people or the design of mm-hmm. my home or whatever. I, I have to feel a deeper connection. I mean, honestly... <laughs> very casually speaking, even when it comes to choosing toenail polish, like I'm, I'm deep. I have to feel it. And it's, it's like, an, it's in every fiber of my being. I mean, that's a whole other conversation that I'd love to expand on is color because that's yes. everything for me. Yes. Um, but first concept, mm-hmm. then design. If you are building off of a concept yep. and you have something to communicate, you yes. can't go wrong. But once again, that kind of comes back to the why. Mm -hmm. You know, why are you making what you're making? Is it for pretty? Well, okay, then, you know, there's thousands of artists that do pretty, and I'm not knocking them. It just doesn't move me. I need to be moved. And um, writing is something that I love as well. I'm on two magazine staffs currently. I work for Florist Review and Wildflower Media. Mm Mm-hmm. And also Floriology magazine that, that is published by Floriology Institute. Mm-hmm. I'm a regular contributor to both. And I find inspiration from words, too. That's, that is a source of inspiration. Mm-hmm. So I'm incredibly pleased that, you've, <laughs> that you experience that with my work. Thank you for saying I, that. There are not a lot of designers that I look at the work and want to stop and read the content as well I mean the work is beautiful I mean your work is gorgeous there's so many designers out there that do amazing work but I've somehow when when there is a a new design from you I have to read what it says (laughs) well I love that thank you and I I have to learn I I will continue I will absolutely continue I mean there's something to be said Mm -hmm. about visual art being digested in a personal way Mm -hmm. but why not just give you a little bit right? Like, why don't I just lead you a little bit? Mm -hmm. And then you can develop it and project your own personal experience Mm -hmm. on it. And I welcome you to. But (laughs) I like to kind of open the door, unlock it a little bit, push open for people so they can, so they can get started. Because, Mm -hmm. I mean, art interpretation is personal. And I, I encourage that. Absolutely. But um, if I'm so strongly in a, a champion of concept to design well I'd like to give people a little taste of that so thank you uh, thank you for, for, sharing, <laughs> for sharing that part of you so openly it it really truly is an inspiration I feel like I've said this a couple of times and I cannot get tired of saying that it really actually is amazing what you're doing out there I think especially in the world of 
pretty, as you said, or fluffy. <laughs> You're right. Or... There's nothing wrong for. There's no, nothing no, no, wrong with no. pretty. I, I love. <laughs> it's just arm... not for me. No, it's not I, for me. Yeah, same, same. I, I listen. <laughs> I love an armful of gorgeous. I don't know, ranunculus and tulips and poppies or whatever. It's all romantic and beautiful, and it, that that's great. <laughs> but I, I I crave a lot more out of flowers than just pretty. Um, Agreed. Yeah, I I I don't know how to do just pretty myself. So <laughs> anytime anything <laughs> that pushes boundaries is what I'm more drawn to. And I could not agree with you more on EMC. That was one of the best investments I've made personally, yes. emotionally, as a, as a person on a personal level, as a designer, mm-hmm. as a, I, I don't know. I mean, it was a mind-blowingly eye-opening experience in I couldn't agree more. I mean, did you feel that when you left, I mean, I, you you saw everything differently, right? Architecture, oh people, personalities. Yeah. Yes, it was. Well, I was always I I've always been drawn to architecture, just art in mm-hmm. general, and um, you know, I I'm not as attached to words per se because I'm not a writer. Writing is not really my forte. English is not my first language and writing is not my <laughs> first forte. So when it comes to writing in English, it's a struggle and it's real. <laughs> but when it comes to everything else or meaning behind the words, right? Um, the feeling that it's it sort of, I mean, I, would, I, I was always drawn to that, yes. but I didn't quite understand how and why I was drawn to some of those things or how to sort of explain what I'm feeling in the sense. Correct. Correct. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it, it's, it, it's that, that is a huge part of it. And mm-hmm. for me, um, I really wasn't expecting to have the intense aha moment that I had when mm-hmm. I was in Belgium. Mm-hmm. Um, Arthur Williams, both of us know and love him very much mm-hmm. so, told me it was going to be a spiritual experience for me. And I believed him. Don't get me wrong. I trust him. Um, <laughs> but I wasn't I wasn't expecting – I don't think you can really explain – you got to be in it. I mean, yes. I, I yes. couldn't believe the transformation. I could not believe how I all of a sudden – this was at the, you know, this was in, it took to, till Belgium though. I, I couldn't get it before. It took till oh, Belgium. Yeah. Oh yeah. I saw who I was. I, mm-hmm. I saw, mm-hmm. I saw who I was as a designer. All of a sudden I saw that transparency is my jam. <laughs> I knew, I, I knew that androgynous design, a play off of masculine and feminine tension mm-hmm. was me. Yep. I, I knew that natural flower structures was going to be in 90% of my artistry that was not commissioned by others. Mm-hmm. I just, I saw it all coming together and I was like, oh my goodness, this is who I am as a person, mm-hmm. which helped me develop the educational standpoint that I have now. So I, not only, I mean, obviously it helped me as, as an, an artist, I saw this self-portrait. Mm-hmm. of sorts and then I realized 
I can provide this to others. Mm -hmm. So as an educator, I'll stand at the front of the room and I'll look over at all of my students working. Students I have met just in that moment and I can tell you a lot about them Mm -hmm. by looking if they're designing tall or short, if their character of their designs is open or closed, if they lean towards asymmetry versus symmetry, Mm -hmm. if they like more decorative items, if they want it to look like a piece of the forest that came out of them, uh, their color choices. Really, I can see where people um, doubt themselves. Mm -hmm. I can see where their confidence lies. Mm -hmm. So obviously, as you're talking to me here, you're realizing that um, floristry is an extension of self. Art is an extension of self. And Mm -hmm. this happens to be my medium. I don't look at myself as a floral designer. Mm -hmm. I look at myself as an artist, educator, communicator, and botanicals happen to be my primary medium. Mm -hmm. That does not mean that they're the only medium. Um, We truly, truly are mixed media artists. And... I think that that's evident in all that we do and why we have companies like Smithers Oasis with a vast amount of decorative items and um, why why we bring in really cool accents from companies like Accent mm-hmm. Decor and mm-hmm. Knut Nielsen. And, I mean, the, the sky's the limit when we mm-hmm. come to our materials. So primarily I am an artist, an educator and communicator that happens to use botanicals. Mm-hmm. And I felt confident in knowing who I am as an artist. Well, today at least, because when you and I have another conversation like this in a few years, we'll be different. Mm -hmm. But for who I am now, the EMC program uh, just opened up my eyes. Mm -hmm. It it led me to my fingerprint as a designer. And Mm -hmm. then it gave me the tools to be able to communicate it. Mm -hmm. In addition, the confidence through the theory Mm -hmm. that we had just under our belt to be able to take that and to share that with the world. So um, the the European Master's Certification Program um, welcomed me onto their executive team shortly after I graduated, and I am currently their social media manager, and I love it. Oh, I am I'm loving that you are their social media manager. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Because it was... Uh, well, but I think before you actually started doing that for them, um, I mean, I've heard of um, EMC um, through Christy, you know, her and I are good friends, and I've known Christy for a while, so I didn't quite really understand what EMC was about, right? So when I went through EMC, I was like, oh my God, you need to like stand on the top of the mountain and scream as loud as you can so everybody can hear you how amazing this experience (laughs) is and the things that it's going to do for you right because i mean what's the first thought that comes through your head um that people ask you about emc they're like oh should i do it but i heard it's expensive but i heard it's this yeah you're right it is and it's worth every penny (laughs) it is worth every penny it would be by far the most the best investment you you could make for yourself but it wasn't it wasn't coming through so by you actually taking over to social media i feel like emc definitely has grown on social media that is right which i couldn't be more excited about i mean because it is an invaluable organization I, i would have to say it's the best thing i've done so i i completely agree and that's kind of leans into the show work 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of us, I mean, EMC, whatever, whatever the program is, whatever the artist is, a lot of us get focused on what we're doing, mm-hmm. the success of it, and mm-hmm. we don't document it or share it. And mm-hmm. showing your work, showing not only the end product, but the process, the behind the scenes, um, maybe some candid things that to humanize the experience. I think that it um, awareness of self or awareness of a company, mm-hmm. transparency, once again, there's mm-hmm. that word, transparency <laughs> in what you do allows people to um, get acquainted with you either as an artist or mm-hmm. a company or a brand. And I, once again, goes back to the, communica- the communication side of myself. I think at the core of what I do, it's about connecting others, connecting myself to people and networking. And mm-hmm. that is something that could be done on any, in any job. You can right. have any, any career in the world and connect with people. And when it comes down to the base of why I love what I do, it mm-hmm. really is about people. And that's where social media and sharing my own work is great. I mean, even from the students that I worked with at Floral Revival, Mm -hmm. the amount of direct messages I've had in the last couple days have been, oh, it's so good. Texas State, (laughs) same thing. It's just the amount of people that come through and and share. I give them a safe space where they, I mean, I meet them one time and Mm -hmm. they feel comfortable enough to let their emotions out. I give them that and that's a gift. It just happens to be that we have this natural medium that allows us to do it. So really at the core of what we're doing is expression, mm-hmm. it's emotion, mm-hmm. and um, we have we have a special thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we have this impermanence in our art that kind of goes against everything that the two-dimensional world is living in currently. Mm-hmm. We're going the complete opposite direction of that, and that's kind of what I tend to do in all areas of my life. If, if something <laughs> is, you know, if something is really quote, I'm air quoting, you can't see if something is in, uh-huh. you typically find me on the other end of the spectrum, exploring new ways. That's how trends develop. That's, mm-hmm. that's how things become what they are. Typically something is one way and the exact opposite of it is what will follow. Mm. Um, So if we look at two dimensions, we look at screens, we look at the world we live in, connecting with people through technology, we offer this tangible, olfactory, poetic, emotional experience as floral artists that's only available in the moment. And Mm. I feel so incredibly proud to have that in my life. I, and I think that everyone should give more flowers and get people to slow down and Mm -hmm. experience the value of a moment and the fleeting beauty of our art. So that is part of my mission now. I mean, in the past, in the present, in the future is to communicate that what we do, although is impermanent, Mm -hmm. is an important art form for, especially for society where it's at right now. Uh, That's, that's beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) As human beings and every single person, uh, pretty much makes every decision from an emotional perspective. Doesn't matter how rational we are and all of those things. We are emotional (laughs) human beings and it all comes from how it feels a lot of times. And 
I see nothing negative coming from flowers, right? As an right. Form, well, and as exactly. But do you think about the history. If you right? do your, if you do your homework, right? The history of a nosegay mm-hmm. is directly related to well, well, two things. Obviously, it's because the, the people smell. didn't have yeah. hygiene the way right. that we have it now. <laughs> um, so there's that. But the more poetic aspect is the language of flowers. Mm-hmm. People gave nosegays to communicate an emotion. There you go. And I mean, say it with flowers. It's it's an international language mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. speak. And I bet you <laughs> this is just, I mean, I know really wild to say, but have you ever given a flower to somebody and them not smile? <laughs> you you no. smile. Everyone smiles. No. You know, it's it's a it can be it can be really that easy. Mm-hmm. We don't have to complicate everything. I mean, of course, we can dive into the expressions that you and I do that are deeper in concept, mm-hmm. or we can appreciate the value of this universal international language that we get to provide for mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. as well. This this is funny that this what you just said just kind of remind me reminded me of completely totally weird segue here but um, Jody, <laughs> let's have it let's Jody, Jody Duncan when he she did her TEDx talk have you have you listened to that of course that right every other TED talk ever exactly. um, oh yes. yeah same Obsessed. same yeah me too me too I think Obsessed. that's sort of yep that's it that's my that's my pastime you know podcasts and TED talks oh, yeah Jody Jody. <laughs> Jody is fantastic. Vandenacre also has another one based on floral design, but you know this because you've heard all of them. So, right. but we can share that with our with your with listeners. our with our listeners. You guys should just go on YouTube and type in Jody Duncan TED TED <laughs> TED Talk. It'll come up. But what it reminded me of when she says, you know, I have this big flower. Just I just put it on my chest and I just walk out on the street and then go <laughs> go about my life. And you know what? People smile. Yes, that's what it does. It makes people smile. That's what it's just reminding me of. Totally random. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, it's not random at all. And I mean, Jody Duncan. Let's get real. How can you not smile at her, I even mean, if she doesn't have a flower? I, I love that <laughs> but, woman. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. But yes, I agree. I mean, a flower doesn't hurt. But for those of us who aren't so vibrant and glowy and, and <laughs> outwardly positive, like like Jody Duncan, a flower does help as well. I think that. Um, you know, there's, there's something to that, but there's, it doesn't have to be so complicated. So even though I come across extremely intense, which I'm fully aware of, um, in emotion <laughs> and concept and, and communication, I'm completely, I have self-awareness. I know that that's what I do. Um, it really can be treated as, um, picking a daisy outside and handing mm-hmm. it to your mom. Or for me, it was lilacs at age four and five, and then watching them wilt in a Dixie cup on her counter. I mean, there's, there's beauty to that expression. Mm-hmm. And I feel so blessed that I get the opportunity to do it on a larger scale. I mean, when Arthur invited me to collaborate with his team, that we did the installs for the Denver Art Museum, mm-hmm. that's something that, I mean, once you get a taste of being at a world-renowned art museum and, and right. doing a fresh install in a massive room and then a demo I mean getting to use a a power drill in the art museum amongst 
just the <laughs> grapes. I, I just, once I got a taste of it, I thought, I like, I can't, there's no turning back. I yep. will always have this intensity. But on the flip side, when my daughter brings me a dandelion, I, um, I smile. And there's beauty to all levels of mm-hmm. what we do. Yep, I, I agree. I agree. I, um, I am so, so sad to say that I missed the AIFD symposium presentation this year. No, I know I, you were sad. I saw, I saw it in your face. I <laughs> you was, were sad. I was really actually, like, I was so upset about the fact that I, I, I knew I wasn't going to be there that day. I mean, I was traveling from Dominican from a mission trip. So I, and I cut the day short there to be able to make the symposium and induction and all that. But I really, truly, truly was upset that I missed it. And then I heard it was fantastic. And then I saw the photos. And then Arthur told me there's professional photos yet to come and I cannot wait. I'm like, man, why why did I miss that? But talk talk to me a little bit about the concept of wabi-sabi. Sure. For listeners I, especially who, who don't know what that is. Because I sure. literally just spoke random words <laughs> no I, the concept is something I live my life by mm-hmm. so it's not it's more than what we did on stage and it came more for everyone that was a part of it mm-hmm. um, I was approached by Joyce and mm-hmm. Brian who mm-hmm. are the symposium chairs this year for the American Institute of Floral Designers mm-hmm. um, yearly our annual symposium they approached me to do something that's never been done before. Mm-hmm. And backpedaling a little, I was the marketing manager for AIFT for a few years prior to taking on that role with EMC. Mm-hmm. I've also been a part of AIFT. I was inducted at 26. I was the kid that followed my mom around. She is AIFT as well. So AIFD is, is really like deep into my roots too. So I think that it's safe to say Everyone knows that I do things differently and I will only do things differently. Mm -hmm. They knew that if there was going to be a different concept that I was the right person to trust with that. So they approached me and asked if I would do the opening main stage presentation. Mm -hmm. And I, of course, as soon as I saw the passion, especially in Brian Vetter's eyes, talking about this idea and letting me run with it, I couldn't. I couldn't say no. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's absolutely no way. But um, back when I did my first main stage program with mm-hmm. Sean Michael Foley mm-hmm. um, about five or six years ago in Anaheim, I had spoke to Hitomi Gilliam, and I, I said, Hitomi, tell me, like, I'm about to jump on stage. I'm about to be on main stage. What advice do you have for me? Mm-hmm. She told me two things. She said, number one, don't fall off the stage. <laughs> and, <laughs> good rule. Great rule. <laughs> number two, don't do it alone. And that yeah. stuck with me. And yeah. she didn't need to expand because I had once again been the kid that with blue hair that was like following her mom around at age 12, 13. Right. I didn't go to symposiums forever. I had seen the workroom. You know, the people, the legends of our industry, I was the kid in the workroom hanging out with them, even though I wasn't working. Like, I, I really had deep roots. So mm-hmm. I knew what it took to put on one of these programs with Perishable Art. Right. And I said, yes, let's do this. But I want a team. 
I want multiple perspectives. I want them to be diverse and Mm -hmm. I want it to be dynamic and different. Mm -hmm. I want a live DJ. I want to come from a place of concept Mm -hmm. and I want it to be a collaborative experience. I don't want it to be the Stacey show. Mm -hmm. And um, that's what it became. It became everything that we wanted as Mm -hmm. a group effort. So I thought, well, why not just go really deep for what I'm going through in my own personal life right now, which is the Japanese aesthetic of Mm wabi-sabi on three principles that basically that nothing, nothing lasts, Mm -hmm. that nothing is perfect, that nothing is permanent. Everything moves forward all the time. And if we can, if we can really adapt to that concept and live it in our everyday life, Mm -hmm. knowing there's no turning back, what's the point of looking back? Mm -hmm. Like we need to grow. We need to move forward. We need to realize that perfect doesn't exist mm-hmm. and to enjoy the the fleeting beauty of every moment because really nothing really is permanent nothing lasts mm-hmm. so that's kind of the overall um version of it of course we could probably talk about that whole concept for right a, a very long time but i left it pretty loose um, for interpretation mm-hmm. i gave this team of artists the mm-hmm. education that I felt that they needed to know and then gave them free reign to apply it to their art the way that it spoke to them and we got a wide variety of mm. of concepts and dialogue and it was so beautiful I just to watch it all come together um I made sure that the priority, this kind of goes back to our conversation about positivity and feeding mm-hmm. yourself and then good things come of it. Yeah. I made sure to tell them that my priority with this is making sure that we all feel well taken care of, mm-hmm. that we grow as artists and friends mm-hmm. and that everyone feels successful at the end of this program. And a couple of them were like, Stacey, this is all you're going to, this is it. I'm like, no, really like run with it. Mm. run with it but this is what I'm the the only things I require of you is that you maintain respect for your fellow artists on this team that you're that you're open and that you're willing to grow and nobody at the end of this has any negativity towards anything I wanted it to be purely positive and I have to tell you it just exceeded Mm. everything everything I can imagine um so I had this group of artists. They each got to do their own individual pieces. Mm-hmm. We collaborated a lot behind the scenes. And um, Arthur and I collaborated on the final piece. Mm-hmm. And I really, I mean, I know I'm throwing a lot of words at you. I just can't even tell you. It was so fulfilling for mm-hmm. not only us, but the amount of um, outpouring of love and growth from people that experienced it was Mm -hmm. incredible and it continues to be every single day well that right there shows really shows your passion for the industry and not just the industry just just humanity I think as a whole right and your love for the world because this could have very well been a Stacy show, right? And there was nothing wrong with the Stacy show. <laughs> I will sit and watch that show any day of the week because you're mm-hmm. awesome. But the way you then brought this other people and share that stage, that spotlight, if you will, with so many other designers. And 
I mean, seriously, what an amazing opportunity for those designers. I mean, if somebody came to me and said, okay, so here's a concept, sky's the limit. Hmm. Are you kidding me? Do you need anything else? What? <laughs> no. Like, that's, that, that, that's amazing. I mean, there, there's growth in, in, in restrictions and boxes because then you really think outside of the box in a different kind of way. But when sky's the limit as an artist, that is like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I mean, right? it, but when it went to speak on the collaborative effort of it, I truly believe that we are all stronger with one another. Mm -hmm. And back to what Atomi said about doing it, you know, don't do it alone. Um, you know, knowing what that experience was like for Sean and I and right. the team that right. we had in Anaheim. I mean, to have somebody like Francois Weeks <laughs> working with me in, in the workroom on some right. of the pieces that went on my... I mean, you don't see that. Like, yeah. you don't really know that you have these... I mean, she wouldn't love for me to describe this this way, but heavy hitters because she's incredibly <laughs> humble with yes. her own art. But to have somebody who's internationally known for her signature style and... Um, for her artistry at my design bench at 7 a.m., mm. attaching <laughs> Birds of Paradise to acrylic for me for part of the programming. People don't see that. Yeah. So I wanted to really celebrate that we all need this village of people mm -hmm. to be successful, not only in our art, but in our life. I mean, mm -hmm. this past weekend, the amount of talent I had behind me to get my pieces done that I showed right. was I couldn't have done anything without any of them. And that's what this team is about. You're better together. Yeah. You're, you're more comfortable. Your idea evolves. It gets better. The mechanics become better because mm -hmm. you can bounce these ideas off of each other. Mm -hmm. You have the energy around you in the space. When you're laughing and you're enjoying a moment, it shows in your work. Mm -hmm. And it's evident Anytime that I do any type of project that there's this group vibe, I was told at Texas State and actually at Floral Revival, they're like, what's going on back here? I want to be over here with you guys because <laughs> the energy that I create in my workspace, mm -hmm. whether it's for my company here in, in Chicago, the Floriculturist, or whether mm -hmm. it's um, backstage when I'm, when I'm doing a presentation, I create an environment of joy. And it's palpable, and people saw that on the AIFD stage, and it's undeniable, right? right? I mean, yeah. you can't yeah. you can't deny when people pour their soul and their joy into their work. So the fact that we, um, you know, had the base, we had the foundation of somebody trusting us. Right. Without that, it wouldn't have happened. Obviously, it really goes back sure. to Joyce and Brian. Um, but having that and then them letting me run with it mm. <laughs> and then having all these artists grow together. I mean, I hate to sound so kumbaya, but it really, but it was just, it, um, it filled, it filled my, my soul in ways that I wasn't expecting it to. And then honestly, you forget, you don't do it for the outpouring of love. You forget. Well, I forget. Mm -hmm. And then it's like for days after, I mean, the greats of our industry coming up and complimenting myself and my team, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you forget that that's, you forget, you know, at least I do. That's not why I do what I do. So I'm inspiring people that have inspired me for mm -hmm. decades. And 
that is incredibly humbling. So there was nothing but wins in Las yeah. Vegas for my team at AIFT, for sure. Oh, that's fantastic. Now I want to like go curl up in a corner and cry that I really missed it. Because, I mean, I'm serious. No, you don't have really, to do that. I was really beating myself up. I'm like, oh, man, I really, truly wanted to Well, it sounds that. like maybe we need to talk about collaborating and taking it on the road somewhere and having mm. you be a part of it. We need to, we I, need to grow with it. It needs to continue say, and get better. Yes. <laughs> I, you know, I will not say no to those things. <laughs> I know you won't. I See, am, that's actually part of it. That's like, that's the impermanence of it. I mean that speaks on the exact aesthetic yeah. right there. You know, yeah. that we all have these moments we go through in our life, not only in our artistry, but mm -hmm. it's important to be present. You got to yes. be present. Yeah. And um, you have to enjoy where you're at in the moment. Well, actually, you don't have to. You have a choice. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But if you, choose, <laughs> if you choose not to, that's not a life I want to live. So I'm a firm yeah. believer in having fun everywhere I go, whether it's in line to get a coffee in an elevator, talking to strangers, or if it's on an international art stage, really, mm -hmm. I, I carry the same energy with me all the time. And um, I think that it shows and to have my team say those things to me that, you know, they felt that space once again, mm -hmm. that I created mm -hmm. for them to be who they wanted to be to be vulnerable, and to express themselves. I mean, that is my life's mission is to, it's not only to make beautiful things, that's not the core of it. My, my life's mission is to connect with people right. through this good energy and artistry. Right. Now I, that was well put, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I totally can relate to that. To me, positivity, positivity brings more positivity. I mean, I, honestly, my, my, one of my missions in life, I have different missions in different aspects of my life, okay? I can't quite make up my mind. I can't really you don't have, have one. To. I can't have <laughs> one when I can't have so many. But the, one of the big ones when it comes to people in general, I think um, I when, when I come across a person, it doesn't really matter who the person is, I want that person to leave me with in a better place, in a better state of being or way of thinking than initially we met, right? Whether that's, even if it's just a simple stranger that you just walked on a street nearby and you just smiled and that person smiled back, I mean, why not? You know, I... That's value added. Yeah. It's value added with your with your intentions as a person. Mm -hmm. And it even comes down to artistry. And mm -hmm. perhaps, you know, there's maybe a few people that listen to our talk and think, okay, well, I'm an event florist. How does this apply to me? But it absolutely mm. does. You okay. transform spaces. Yes. Um, you know, event floristry has, has been a big part of, of my journey. And I've had some, I have had some, really great opportunities. I mean, mm -hmm. to transform spaces that took a week to transform because right. there's that many zeros behind the client's budget, you know, and right. I've, I've had, I've had the opportunity to watch that happen. So we can make things better mm -hmm. with our energy mm -hmm. and we can make the energy in a room better. We have the power to do that with mm -hmm. our medium. So mm -hmm. maybe you don't want to get quite as intense as you and I have, um, right. about your journey in floristry but just know this that your energy is projected through your work your work 
is projected into a space, Mm -hmm. people will absorb that from your art, from your work, Mm -hmm. from yourself Mm -hmm. personally. So yes, value added only. Um, And I can say that in every aspect of my life, I'm only interested in adding value to others Mm -hmm. and including the people that add value to me. And, um, that's why it's important to evolve in the business. Relationships change. Mm-hmm. Your needs change. Um, where your what feeds your soul changes, which is why if that if something ends um, for mm-hmm. you for our journey, it's okay yeah. to move forward yeah. and to try something new. And um, I hope to give people inspiration with that, knowing that I work with product development. I work with packaging development. I work with color consulting mm. for growers. I mean, like the, the the list of things that I have that I'm dipping my toe in just to see, like, how does that, does that fill me? Does that feel like work? Mm. Okay. Well, maybe if it does, maybe I don't, maybe I don't need that. Um, right. How does event floristry feel to me right now? Or for retail floristry, even something like retail floristry that everybody box at, I love getting the opportunity to freelance on big holidays and come right. in and make some amazing things for, for lovers on Valentine's Day. That fills me. Yeah. I definitely cannot do it sustainably because yeah. that's that's not what fills me at this point in my career. I did it for years. Mm-hmm. But just know that you, know, you have the opportunity to evolve and grow. Your work speaks true to what you are. You can transform spaces. You can transform energies. You really can make somebody's day. You have the ability to do that with with what we do, whether it's on an education, artistic standpoint, Mm. a retail standpoint. Um, If you're a social manager, you have the ability to reach people and all that you do. We just have the bonus of getting to play with, I mean, the most beautiful things that come Mm -hmm. from the earth. How Mm -hmm. how can you deny that being cool? I love it. I mean, I'm to the core, a complete plant geek. I studied ornamental hort for years. I, you know, love the nomenclature aspect of learning European design Uh in a real way. Um, I really get into learning about roots and pods and zones and, I mean, like and, 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 dot, 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 all of it. Um, So we we have the ability to communicate, but our medium, I think, is incredibly spectacular at the same time. I agree. And in a weird way, as perishable as it is, it is kind of timeless because it leaves an impression of this feeling that usually doesn't get forgotten, right? Things things do get forgotten. Like, I mean, this, well, let me rephrase this. This goes back to even event florists. You were saying, like, how does this all apply to event florists or retail florists or, you know, it does. Every bit of it counts, right? It They might forget what the arrangement looked like. They might forget what it smelled like. They might forget many things, but they will not forget how it made them feel. Oh, I could not agree more. That's so beautifully said. I mean, it's you remember that. And sometimes it's even more. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. the way it smelled. The um, smell you is know, really strong, yeah. Yeah, yeah smell is strong. I, sometimes I it's actually holding a flower and, mm-hmm. and realizing mm-hmm. the tactile sensation of it. So, yes, those emotions that linger are, mm-hmm. are really powerful. And I... I really couldn't agree more. I think that people talk about how perishable our industry is. And I always say, okay, like when was the last time you went out for a good dinner? Mm-hmm. And people are like, where are you going with this? I'm like, you spent $50 on that steak. It was mm-hmm. on your table for eight minutes. You ate it. You went home. 
your bill was probably over $200 for your Mm -hmm. table, Mm -hmm. but you mean to tell me you never have fresh flowers in your home? Well, let's talk, (laughs) let's talk about consumption, right? Right. So let's really talk about consumption. You know, and I just, I really have a hard time understanding how culinary is, is, gotten to the point where it is culinary mm-hmm. arts but floristry has not in this country oh i'm my not God. you know yes. right yes. right so you know maybe it comes down to personal preference and mm-hmm. self control and what you how you feel gluttonous when it comes to food or or nutrition i know this is a whole other conversation but i was in nutrition and personal training and yoga so this is in my core mm-hmm. um but we talk about feeding you know feeding your senses well, yes, we're perishable, but like you spend hundreds of dollars every month on on edible consumption. You look at lattes and steaks uh-huh. and burgers and it's gone, right? You get it and it's gone. Well, you know what? Maybe you can set aside even $20 mm-hmm. to pick yourself up, up some fresh flowers and enjoy them on your table. So that's usually my conversation when it comes to people attempting to debate mm. the validity of what we do, I, I always bring up, and I don't know why, I always go to the steak. Like in my mind, I just, maybe it's because I'm a vegetarian and I, I get that way, but <laughs> I'm like, I know that you have spent good money on a steak at one point right. in your life, right? Like, or a good bottle of wine. And trust me, like I, I do also, I love the finer things in life and, you know, in the right amount of doses and moderation. But mm-hmm. um, I think that our, our visual art that's fleeting really should be a part of that conversation as I well. Agree. I agree. And uh, okay, this is, this is just so weird that you said this and the whole correlation with culinary art and col- culinary art, I, by the way, I, I, I love food, like, like <laughs> everything about it. I don't, I don't eat to live. I eat, I, I live to eat. I'm one of those people. Um, <laughs> And I binge watch cooking shows like nobody's business. I mean, the competitions <laughs> is what really fuels me more than anything else. But the funny thing is, today, this morning, actually, I had a I had an appointment with a chiropractor, and he <laughs> goes, he says, "Why is there no floral competition TV show on TV?" I'm like, excellent question. I don't know. <laughs> he goes there's tv shows about makeup about tattoos about this about that about cooking or whatever he's like i watch cooking shows i'll watch that i'm like all right <laughs> it was it was an interesting conversation to say the least but you're right though you know i don't know the, i'm so conflicted about the subject because is it is it us as the industry professionals that are maybe sometimes not valuing it enough to, to put it out there as this is an invaluable art that feeds your soul. This is important. I think it's part of it. I think it's absolutely part of it. And um, I am on the other end of that because I'm a champion for it and I'm pushing it every single day of my life in permanent art all day long. I mean, really, I just, I see my work moving forward into more museum settings Mm -hmm. and, Um, more, um, in a more serious way. And once I put something out into the universe, I manifest it for myself and I welcome other people to do it with me. And which is why anytime I'm a part of a project, I'm, I'm very, very inclusive. I want everyone Mm -hmm. to join the fun and I hope to inspire people, um, not only in this conversation with you, but 
I mean, when I met with my the attendees at Floral Revival just this past week, I was right. encouraging them. I'm like, okay, so you mean to tell me? I, I always ask, who likes Pinterest in the room? Mm-hmm. And, like, I actually asked this at Texas State, too. And most people don't really like Pinterest. They always are just like, oh, my Pinterest brides are coming with these photos. And they act like it's this negative thing and I'm like why are you upset that people like flowers (laughs) I was just gonna say that embrace it embrace it (laughs) right like it's I know it might be blush ivory with a touch of a pose burgundy in the picture and Uh maybe their bouquet looks like a carbon copy of all of their girlfriends who've been recently married but who are you to determine what they like and why they like it Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a lot of times we box ourselves in. We should celebrate anytime anybody has flowers in their hand. If they go to Trader Joe's and get mm-hmm. peonies, you know what? Good for you. Enjoy that peony. Mm-hmm. If they have um, seven figures to do an install at the at the Beverly Hills Hilton, okay, let's let's give them what they want, right? Uh-huh. Like if they if they want a four thousand dollar cash and carry, like yeah, I've yeah. experienced at Empty Vase in Beverly Hills. Yes, give it to them. You know, why, why are we judging? Why are we boxing people in? Flowers are for everyone. And who's to say that one person one day can't have flowers from a, from a grocery store. And then the next day have an expensive wedding. There's no rules. Stop trying to define it. So the fact that people, um, I think not, it doesn't, it's not just, I mean, it's not solely floral design. It's every industry. We need to be okay. There's room for all of us. We need to lift each other up. And you know what, if you don't want to be the one that lifts everybody up, like me, I'm constantly lifting and I love Mm -hmm. it. Like I just, Mm -hmm. I want to put everybody on the platform they need to be on to launch. Um, If you don't want to do it to that extreme. Yeah. Just like the whole thing of like, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. It probably will serve you here. You know, it's, there's no reason to create any type of negative marketing or press on, on who we are as an industry. So so yeah, I do think that there are definitely um, people in this business that are creating mm-hmm. that type of friction. Um, I think that on a on a larger scale, our country is pretty new that we live in, mm. and the respect for floral design doesn't have deep roots like it may in Asia mm-hmm. or it does in Europe. Um, it's yeah. different here, and we have to be okay with that. But we also have the power to change that why if you're complaining Mm. you're a victim is what I always Mm -hmm. say yeah so yeah so stop complaining and do the work and have a good time doing it and you know what if you don't want to do the work well then maybe just stop complaining and let people like you and I lead the charge and I'm I'm totally okay with that you know just I just um really think that people um people that are negative and complain are yeah. having some in- internal things going on and we can't concern ourselves with that no, you know no. and, and and the truth of the matter is more um more and more you deal with people more and more you're gonna encounter some of those things it is all yes. up to you who you let in to your closer circle right yes, okay, yes like closer circle, <laughs> I mean not necessarily your best friends with everyone even simple as having a conversation at a social event with a person that you're never ever going to see again choose a person that makes you feel better essentially right and you make oh yeah feel better yes. there's no need yes. to sit there and have a small talk even for a hot second with the person that you're never going to see 
for I mean there's there's no good reason for that and also the rule I mean the best rule of life I think is yes if you don't have anything nice to say perhaps you should just not say anything and just move on along it's okay <laughs> you're not it's right yeah no, I, those are two really strong principles yeah I mean yeah. keep it positive yeah. I mean you want to be honest you well, can be yeah. you you can build up things constructively but also surrounding yourself with people that have something you don't have and I hate to call it like a hierarchy but you know people that are um well, more well-versed in things than you gives you something to strive for. Mm -hmm. So if you're constantly surrounding yourself with people that are um, identifying themselves, whether they realize it or not, as victims of this business, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. you're never going to grow. So Mm -hmm. you can obviously tell the common theme through all of this conversation for me is growth. It's moving forward. It's evolution. It's acceptance that Um, it's acceptance that everything is always moving forward. It's oh, absolutely. The, the willingness to be open, the willingness to change. Mm-hmm. My number one mantra that I live with every day of my life, which came to me delivered by Hitomi Gilliam, mm-hmm. which is, she would say herself is not a Hitomi Gilliam original, but was delivered to me from her is mind like water. Mm. And that is everything. To me, we move around obstacles. We're mm-hmm. aware of them, um, but we shape shift. Sometimes we have to move quicker. Sometimes we have to slow down. We have to embrace what is there. And um, I, I just can't say it enough. Mind like water. And yes. I hope to lead the charge of. No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I am leading <laughs> the charge. <laughs> I am. I am leading the charge of bringing the next generation of artists. And by next generation, I don't mean age. Mm -hmm. I just mean artists that are willing to move forward regardless of age Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, to getting what we do in the forefront of artistry and to get the respect that the art form deserves. And not for selfish reason, but for the fact that we can add that value that you and I are talking about Mm -hmm. to people's life in a really positive and progressive way yeah that is so funny you said the mind like water I haven't heard that um saying but growing up I I heard my mom say this over and over and over again us kids growing up that we well I was very hard-headed kind of still am but (laughs) it was more directed to me that being hard-headed doesn't get you anywhere you should be fluid like water because water cuts through stone I'm like huh (laughs) (laughs) I grew up hearing that so many times but I like this one much better mind like water because you know doesn't say (laughs) that I'm hard-headed and true to your nature true to to your nature like I like it but we can do better we can we can do better No, I, I absolutely awesome. love that. You know, mind like water, letting it flow as mm-hmm. as obstacles come up, embracing them and using them mm-hmm. to progress forward like like I did, which we referred to at the beginning of the conversation, like I did with a, a huge life obstacle. I mean, mm-hmm. a, a physical, physical limitations that yeah. I was met with or, you know, energy limitations that I've been met with on a personal level right. through very, very personal obstacles what that did is led me to study Reiki energy healing with Sean Michael Foley, who's also a colleague right. with me in floral design, which has now led us to develop signature series, which our first workshop is in I autumn. Know. I mean, so you look at that, it's like, okay, I made this bad thing. 
I have this good person in my life that I develop this networking with and I nourish the partnership and the mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. He developed because of a personal experience. He developed as a Reiki practitioner and a master, mm-hmm. was able to pass that along to me and share it with me because he was willing to share. Mm-hmm. And now here I am applying that to my life, us realizing that um, this type of deep connection with flowers and artistry is, is needed in our in our industry. So, you know, Sean has taken this really impressive and inspiring leap mm-hmm. to start this movement from him and I called Signature Series. Um, yes. Our first one is in October, the 12th and 13th in Dallas, Texas. And we have full intention on making it a an ongoing retreat for people yeah. to have this place to get to know who they are as artists. But, you know, the the core of what it was was something negative, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And now look at how it's flourished into this positive um, yeah. experience. And then as we're inviting people to come, which, by the way, tickets are already selling. We're so excited. Yes. Um, we're going to bring these people into this space and that positive energy is going to flow like water and it's going to keep moving forward. So um, I really can't say enough about being open and using, you know, these changes to evolve and adapt Mm -hmm. and being okay Mm -hmm. with growth because it'll take you to beautiful places. I am. I'm so excited about your collaboration because I actually I interviewed Sean um, last week I think it was um, I did not want to get off the phone with him. Was, <laughs> that's that's right? a common issue with Sean. Yeah, right. Absolutely. I'm like, oh my goodness, I feel the same way about you. So I'm sitting here, I'm like, <laughs> my God, this collaboration is going to be absolutely amazing. I'm so so happy that you guys are doing this. And for you guys, listeners, don't worry, it'll all be shared in the show notes so you can. Get on there, click the link, and sign up. Um, but yeah, no, I think this is fantastic. I do want to congratulate you on your um, spotlight designer for Texas State for 2020. That is so exciting. Thank you, thank you, so, Texas so State. Yeah, Texas State has invited me to be their spotlight designer in 2020, mm-hmm. and of course, I very willingly and um, with honor accepted the distinction. I will be traveling to multiple locations in Texas in 2020 and presenting mm-hmm. a program I've developed called State of the Art. Mm-hmm. And that is a main stage presentation and also a hands-on class for natural structures. So that is something up and coming as well as this collaboration that right. Sean and I continue to develop. And I mean, even after Floral Revival this week, mm-hmm. I have a brand new collaborative that I'm that I'm starting with Burden States um, nice. focused on color. And nice. it's so exciting. That's a whole other podcast <laughs> you and I discuss. Yes. And um, have some some really beautiful projects that I'm coming with Arthur Williams. So um, I'm, I am so pleased to connect with these people and to grow. And mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't even mention Fleur I'm going to get to go to Belgium with TMC. And work on a really cool project with them in in just a month and a half from now. I will be oh. at Aldenbeesen with EMC. So um, the plate is full. I don't even, we don't see the plate anymore. I think it's a platter. It's overflowing. And <laughs> I, am, I really 
I'm so, so completely grateful for every morsel on this overflowing platter that is my career right now. Wow. I love it all. Wow. Well, beautifully said. Like I said, I can sit here and talk to you all day. I mean, this this was really, really cool. Thank you so much. And I hope the listeners you know, get the same feeling out of this conversation that I did. I'm like, actually, my cheeks are hurting because I've been smiling the entire time listening to you talk, actually. <laughs> this is I really, too. No, this it's, is really it's, awesome. It's been always such a pleasure. Oh, same here. It's always such a pleasure. But on it, honestly, I mean, it's all about it's all about the joy. And I'm really glad that it came through and it reflected in you as well. So I think I'm doing my job, right? Uh-huh. Yes, you definitely brought the joy. Good. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And before we part ways, can you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, I'm mostly active on Instagram. Mm-hmm. My company that I have developed here in the Midwest, right outside of Chicago, is called The Flora Culturist. Mm-hmm. And I also have an active website for the company. Um, so that is my hub. I would say you find me on Instagram, active daily and that's the quickest way to connect with me mm-hmm. to see what I do not just end products but I like to share a little bit of the day and in, in my everyday life because it's so different every day so um, mm-hmm. catch me on Instagram catch me on the uh, the floriculturist on the website and then of course I am heavily integrated in the European master's certification mm-hmm. program as well sounds great Stacey, this was amazing. Thank you again for taking this time out of your life, your very busy life, and doing this with us. (laughs) Till we chat again. Thank you so much. Bye. Well, it's a wrap. Thank you, everyone, for listening, for tuning in to Viva La Flora Live podcast. We'll see you next week.